welcome to the new episode. Back, 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 down. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we are here. We're going to talk about some of the more recent happenings going on today. But first, we're going to start off, because we were talking about this before, the Bella Twins. Oh, Jesus. Please stop me from going on a rant about the Bella Twins. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of hard not to do. That's uh, They've been around way too long and have done nothing while they've been there. Yeah, and again, how, how is Brie Bella the John Cena of the women's division where she can basically go or whichever show she feels like? Right. I just, they don't serve a purpose there other than being on Total Bellas, which nobody watches E. Nobody watches E anyway, so I don't know how they're even still on I mean, apparently somebody watches E because they, Ms. and Mrs. just got picked up again for a second season, like two episodes in. Hang on, does E own, or does USA own E Network? I think they're all owned by, by like, the same company. Yeah, I think it's NBC Universal owns like majority of the show. I know NBC Universal and USA. I didn't know if they owned E or not. Yeah, yeah, they did. Okay, that makes something sense. like that. It's something fucking weird, but that makes sense. Yeah, because it's because now like Nikki, some correct me if I'm wrong. She was on SmackDown, right? Yeah. Which first started out because they put it on there with with uh, with Cena. Yeah, yeah. And then now apparently that she's going to be on Raw, taking on the Riot Squad. I I don't know if they're putting her on Monday to get her. A bigger audience. I don't know why, but or because it's a freaking holiday. I don't. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know anymore because they're playing the bells up like they're some something big and important when nobody. Okay, th- maybe Every, this is just my opinion. Nobody gives a shit about the Bella Twins no, anymore. They, no, they don't. They don't. Literally, and no one has said a good thing about them as far as wrestling wise. Like they're they're useless. Yeah, I mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote AJ Lee on this one. Well, not quote, but kind of paraphrase her when basically she they got where they were with who they were sleeping with. Oh, hundred percent. That's I mean, textbook. If Nikki Bella wasn't fucking John Cena, does she get where she's at? No. If Brie Bella wasn't fucking Daniel Bryant, does she get where she's at? No. That <laughs> shit. Case closed. It's stupid. It is. It's very very stupid. They, because you brought it up to me. Supposedly, Ronda Rousey is supposed to wrestle Nikki Bella at, at WWE Evolution for the women's title. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard a heard a rumor that or about that online, and I'm like, please tell me this is not true. Like, because that's gonna be ridiculous. And what universe does Nikki Bella even remotely stand a chance against Ronda no. Rousey? Rousey would Murder. make her tap or freaking break her arm in thirty seconds. That that it would be almost like a glorified squash match. Oh yeah. The only way Nikki Bella would even come close to competing with with Ronda Rousey would be having to have Bree there or some somebody with any type of legitimacy. Even, even then, why then why does freaking uh, is it Nikki or Bree is getting Nikki's gonna fight right? No, uh, Bree is go- is tanking up with Daniel to go up against uh, Miz and Maurice at Hell in a Cell. That's right. Then uh, I guess Bree's gonna go to um, Evolution then to fight Rousey. No, uh, no, you're Nikki. Supposedly, I get him confused. I don't yeah. even fucking care anymore. Nikki's the one with the big ass tits. Okay. Bree's the one that has like the little tattoos you can't really see. Oh, I see. Yeah, um, yeah. But you, I, I, I don't really. 
I can't. I don't really care enough to tell them apart. But either way, I, I used to care. I remember writing a blog one time about how I was gonna miss them being. On. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, how did the frick do they even even deserve a WWE Women's Championship match? Like, they, what have what have they done to deserve that? Like literally nothing. Nikki has done nothing. Bree has done nothing because I think from what I remember now is you had said Nikki supposedly is going to be facing Ronda Rousey at Evolution for the women's title. As far as I heard, correct. And then supposedly one of the, the rumored matches, another match they have is pre-Bella against Maurice. I can see that because they were kind of teasing that as far as the uh, mixed tag match is going on. And I'm sorry, Maurice um, is about a thousand times better as a She can run. She can freaking ruffle circles around her. Oh no, shit! It's it's ridiculous. I just wish they would get this experiment with them over with and get them off television. Which this is a total sidebar, but how in the hell does Alicia Fox still have a job? It's <laughs> a good question. I don't think anybody actually has a legitimate answer to that. Kind of the same thing with, uh, oh, did you hear speaking? I was a funny story about uh, Hard Truth, you know, because he was, he's was been on TV kind of randomly and shit like that every once in a while. Did you know, this totally random, off, not really off topic, did you know him and like Vince are like best friends? All that was time? literally what I was just going to say. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Because I, I heard a, I don't know if it was online, I don't know if it was on Reddit or if it was on that podcast, and somebody was like, the reason Hard Truth sticks around is because uh, he makes Vince laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that too? I no, I had kind of heard something about not so much like that, but like he gets stuck around because him and him and Vince are like somehow are like really close, something weird yeah. like that. Yeah, which not what that's with, just kind of funny. Notwithstanding, I mean, our truth is good at what he does. I kind I I wish they would have done more with like his heel gimmick that he had when he main evented one pay per view. Oh, the capital punishment against John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the little, little Jimmy thing. Oh, I guess. Jimmy. <laughs> that was great. You didn't know this, but little Jimmy was supposed to be Mabel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mabel was the third man. Oh my god! Just. It's kind of funny you think about some of the stupid shit that they've done in wrestling. Like, the right. little Jimmy thing where it's a freaking imaginary fan. Like, oh my god. It just... I don't know. Oh, it's just kind of funny. No, get, get this one. So, I've been going back and watching old Nitro episodes. I need to start doing it. Because, um, you know, I obviously... I love listening to 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. And the random ones are always fun to watch, too. Like, randomly. Just, like, not even, like, big ones. Just, like, random episodes. Just click a random episode and see what... See what pops yeah, up. I just, the the funny part is like I can understand how Nitro was was beating Raw at the time, but like oh yeah, look at the star power they had. Well, not even the star power, just the way in which the shows laid out. Like you can almost you can say within a reasonable degree of certainty that they that Raw today is still patterned off of the the Nitro formula. As far as what, like as you see. With 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 Nitro, the backstage stuff was completely revolutionary. Like n nobody had ever, except for I thought Raw was doing that. At, 
to I mean, a certain you, degree. You would see because I thought they started doing it together, but I could, I could be wrong. Well, they you would see like if they were in the the um, interview area. Yeah, interview area. But like going anywhere else in the backstage area, like take the episode where they it's called the the Ray Mysterio lawn dart episode where the uh, the outsiders attacked backstage with bats. And okay. they lawn darted Ray Mysterio into the side of the <laughs> <laughs> And then Macho Man jumped on top of the limo that spit off. You, you remember that one? Ah, uh, vaguely. Yeah, yeah. Like, you never saw any of that kind of stuff on Raw. Ne- once they started on Nitro, they did. That's true, considering the, the only time you really ever saw that kind of stuff was during Attitude Era with Stone Cold DX. And- yeah. All that, and like some of the, even with with the realism that they they incorporate into like take the Nexus angle, like when they okay. first debuted, okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, that yeah. that was kind of inspired. Well, this is just my belief, kind of patterned off of the uh, the NWO just taking hold to it oh. on every level. Hundred percent, it was that was for sure because you you could you could definitely see the the comparisons with. It never got as big, obviously. It is like. Well, you can th- we all can thank flopped. John Cena yeah. for that. Well, he admitted that too. But no, like, like this is this is how how goofy this was. They in the one episode, I think it was the episode. I forget which episode it was that I just watched. But there was a limo park backstage that Sting threw a a brick through that took off, and then him and Lex Luger stole a cop car. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, is this Crow Sting or is this... Uh, no, this is still like, Surfer Sting. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I just got into... I just finished Fall Brawl 96. Okay. To where where um, the, the beginning of the Crow Sting started. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like how... like That wouldn't fly anymore. No. Like if that ever happened. No. But still, like that went on TV and nobody questioned that. It's... Uh, <laughs> <sighs> It's I don't know. I th- I still think my one of my favorite backstage moments was when uh, Jericho got locked out of the building with Ralphus. <laughs> Ralphus, do you remember that? He tried to he got locked out of the he got locked out of the building in air quotes because the <laughs> I guess the door was still open so he tried to pull the door instead of push and the do- no and the door like ex- like propped open a little bit so he did put his hand there to keep it shut. <laughs> So he's like, so he's like locking himself out of the building. <laughs> I feel like the door's locked. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy crap! But it's funny. Yeah, like if you ever, you should just like random. Like I would go and just kind of find random ass old WCW yeah. like pay per views to watch. Those are fun, yeah. Which is awesome. It, or the random nitrous. I, I tried to get in a couple of the Saturday nights main events, but I just really, yeah, uh, you know, was yeah. Like, I can't nah. do it. Um, where the hell were we? We, t- we started about, like, like we started about, about the Bellas and somehow oh, got on um, our truth and it got on <laughs> Just going back to the whole Bella. Oh my done. god! He's done to end like immediately. They need to just end the whole total total Bellas total total divas is whatever. But yeah, they just they. I I actually put a tweet out. They don't they don't need them anymore. That said. We want the bell. It was in, in in quotations. We want the Bellas back. Said no one ever. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and then there's. I, I took a picture when uh, Brian and Bree were in the ring with uh, 
CN almost and Selena. Oh Vega. yeah, Vega. I I took a picture of him standing there. I said, "Oh, thank God we we have Selena Vega here to to show Brie how to talk on the mic, and hopefully she can show her how to wrestle." Jeez, it's ridiculous. But I, I I'm pleasantly surprised by kind of. I don't want to say pleasantly surprised. That sounds like I I had no expectations, but. I, I'm still kind of waiting with bated breath to see what else we get because we obviously we had the anna- the announced match of Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus, which I told you that Trish Stratus was what she was doing was staying looking fine because yeah, she, she looked great. I was hoping she would have fought Mickey James, but and so was I actually. Kind of eh, anybody else that listens to this were they looking forward to another Trish Mickey James match? Yeah, I, I'm going to raise my hand on that one. That, yes. Yeah, it would have been fantastic. So, I mean, I don't know if Trish can still go or anything, but still, that would have been that would have been worth it just for that nostalgia effect. Right. So that Vince can get pissed off at Mickey again. Be like, right. I'm going to have to edit that out of every fucking... Yeah. yeah. Oh, which, by the way, you know how we... Kind of like side note, because I just thought of this. You remember how I said that... If you search for Chris like Chris Benoit on the network, you can't find anything except for one random ECW match. Yep. So Chris Benoit re- wrestled uh, Chris Jericho at Fall Brawl '96. Okay. There's not a blank spot there. All it says is Chris Jericho in singles action for the match. Does it show the match? Yes, actually, it does. It's actually a pretty good match. Oh, is it? Really? Does it mention who he is, or just kind of just no? It just there? like you know how like. When you you can kind of it will say so and so versus so and so. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it'll say like end of so and so. All it says is Chris Jericho in singles action. Okay. Yeah. So, but total off topic there. So when they, during the commentary during the match, do they do they mention Benoit or do they just they they don't they don't edit any of the commentary out as far as I know. That would have been almost impossible to do that. Yeah, especially because I don't think Tony Schiavone's on the well. You couldn't. Dream's dead. Yeah. Uh, may you rest in peace. Um, Heenan, I don't think you could have gotten him on tape. That would have sounded no, anywhere he, close uh, to anything. He said uh, he's had medical issues for a long time. Yeah, and he just passed away too, right? I believe so. Not since maybe last year, year before, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And he then, said he said like brain. He had brain issues or some shit for like a long time. The brain had brain issues. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if it was brain. I mean, it was. I know. Was, I know it was something. It was yeah. something like mental or whatever. So I don't know. Um. Then then we had because then I don't think Tony Schiavone is kind of like I don't want to say he's like on a good footing with with WWE, but it, I don't think he's. I don't know. He was never there. He, to I, my knowledge, he was. He never worked for them. Summerslam, nineteen ninety eight. He did. Did he really? Er, eighty eight. Something like that. Was yeah. He on commentary? Yeah, he actually he was. It was kind of funny. No shit. But they have um. He, I think he's very underrated as a commentator. I don't know about. Oh, he was good. He was. He was. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of up there with uh, Jeremy Borash. Borash. Kind of. It's. I mean, it just kind of went with when you think of WCW, you think of Tony Schiavone. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But um, another thing we probably should talk about is Matt Hardy's career may or may not be finished. I think it's done. I think it's mostly done. Yeah, for those that you don't know, from the enormous amount of bumps and falling on his ass that Matt Hardy has taken throughout his career, basically his 
his spine and his tailbone are beginning to fuse together. And from my understanding is he's going to see a doctor to see if, like, I guess it's, um, if there's a way to correct it or what his, I'm, like... I'm thinking he's I'm thinking he's done. I think he's done, too. He might um, do a match here and there down the road, but, like, kind of like how Undertaker is, but that would be, that'd be it. Yeah, like, make, uh, make Woken Matt Hardy, like, an attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hell, Jeff's kind of getting that way, too. I feel like once... This Hell in a Cell match is done, and he is Hell in a Cell, he's, he's going to be done. Because you know what's going to happen is he's going to jump off the fucking top of the cell, miss, and then that'd be it for a while. Oh, God. Just the thought of a swanton bop off the top of Hell in a Cell is going to be so that's gonna amazing. Be, that's going to be insane. Because he has, yeah, he's, he, he has he's to miss that, that right? He, yeah, yeah. Because that would, might legitimately oh, yeah. no, kill he, Randy he, he, he has to miss it. Well, that's, he's never done that. He's done twenty foot ladders and shit like that, but he's what? never done. He's never done Hell in a Cell. He's never jumped. He's jumped off the top of the cage before, but never jumped off of Hell in a Cell. Yeah, well, he's never he's been he, in a Hell in a Cell match. He's not. They never. never in Hell in a Cell. In the first, he was their first never run. in Hell in a Cell. Interesting, because because that's a, that's an older. I mean, that that was around when they were around, but I guess it was mainly reserved for main event guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, I I don't want to go off into the tirade again of my my hatred for theme pay per views, but yeah, um, I stay. So yeah, he he has to miss. And the thing that still boggles my mind is the amount of crazy ass bumps that man has taken. Oh, yeah. He's still walking, and apparently he's going to have a longer career than Matt is. Yeah, which is insane. Okay, longer in-ring career. Let's considered, go there. Considered you think he would, uh, uh, he would have been done way before Matt would have. Oh, Just shit. Just because of all the shit he's done with all ladders and tables, tables and all, and all kinds of random shit. Oh, shit. shit. Yeah. Good lord almighty. Yeah, tell me about it. But yeah, I... Because I send you a text, it seems like almost every time somebody talks about like Hell in a Cell, because obviously Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy are in their matches in Hell in a Cell. I thought Joe and AJR. Is it though? Yeah, they, they, they haven't it, said it, but it, it's a WWE title. It kind of has to be. But it'd be kind of shitty if it wasn't. Well, because I I think Roman like, Reigns and Braun Strowman are in Hell in a yeah, Cell too. Yeah, because Braun said it. Because that's why he's cashing in. Because it's in Hell in a Cell. Because he said the Shield can't get you in Hell in a Cell or some shit, which is gonna be. I'm gonna be kind of pissed if Dean and Seth hide under the ring and cost Braun the championship. That kind of suck. Right? Did Braun turn heel on Raw, or is it just me? Uh, I don't know. I don't think the writers even know. I I don't think I don't, <laughs> he's obviously not heel. He's, he's way too over the face to be heel. But um, I just I just. I want to say I think he just wants the title. I think that's what it's all about, honestly. Yeah, because I'm going to be really pissed off if he's another one that cashes in and doesn't win the title. Yeah, because that'd be what? Four out of five failed cash? See, so uh, you have John Cena failed on CM Punk. Yeah. Sandow um, failed against Cena. I think that's it. I think there's only two people in the history. Corbin of, failed. Nah, yeah, Corbin failed against John Cena. <laughs> um, but else? I think that, that was kind of like... Who else failed? I think that's it. Was that it? Yeah, three people. Yeah, because yeah, Strowman yeah, got this year. Yeah. Yeah. Which, 
Jericho came up with Money in the Bank, and yet he has never won the match before. That's kind of funny. That is great. But the and while we're on the subject, I the the Shield reuniting, I'm I'm excited, but at the same time. I'm not because of my hatred for Braun, for, not for Braun, but for Roman Reigns. It's another point just to get Roman over. You know it is. Oh, I know it is. I think that's Vince's way to try and get Roman Reigns cheered by the male demographic. Oh yeah, it's 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 he gets cheered by association with being with Dean and I like two thirds of the so, shield. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just I don't. There's nothing they can do at this point to get him cheered. It's not. That's yeah, not, that's, that's literally the only thing. They can possibly try to do, but it's not gonna work. I think he, like I said before, like he got cheered in, in the Shield's original run, yeah, for the sole fact that it was a collective unit and all his weaknesses got hidden by Seth and Dean. Yeah, and then once the Shield broke up and he got exposed, and I think by proxy also that it got out that he was um, he was bookmarked by Vince to be the next face of the company is when the people revolted yeah, against that's, him. That's, I feel like if it didn't get out that he was bookmarked to be the next face of the company, I feel like it wouldn't be as bad. It would still be kind of bad, but it wouldn't be as bad because he wouldn't be constantly shoved down our throats. Right. I, I, if I knew Roman Reigns was being pushed just based on merit alone... And not on the fact that he's related to the Usos, he's related to the Rock, well, who he's re- well, or his Samoan heritage, and regardless of, or well, in layman's terms, basically, if Vince didn't handpick him to be the face of the company, I would probably have an easier time of accepting him as who he is and as champion, as the yeah. getting the push that he's been getting. I agree. I agree, and I feel like a lot of people feel that way. I feel like if, if they didn't get out that he was, like I said before, that he was handpicked, and I feel like it'd be a little bit easier on him. I still feel like people would wouldn't like him as much, but or wouldn't like him, but it wouldn't be nearly uni- as unanimous. It would be really sad if this was just all a really clever ploy by Vince McMahon to to make Finn Balor the face of the company. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Wait, Man Balor or Demon Balor? Both. Well, it'd be funny if it was Demon Balor. Oh, you know what is also hilarious is that Corbin thinks Man Balor and Demon Balor are two different people. (laughs) I wasn't ready for Demon Balor. I was ready for Balor the Human. Like, what the the fuck is that shit? I mean, granted, I've told you this before. I'm actually... I didn't like... Corbin before, but he slowly started to grow on grow on me. Honestly, him him in the GM role was actually pretty fantastic. Him if just you, in uh, general is is being fantastic. If you uh, his his uh, stint on Monday Night Raw Monday was far and a better, a million times better than anything Kurt's done. Well, he, well, yeah, because they, the, they booked the, Kurt as GM really shitty. No, no, look at the matches he's lined up, like the freaking Owens and uh, what's his face. Um, um, shit. You think on Seth Rollins? Yeah, but that was an open challenge, though. I know, but still, though, like that's. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Remember when my dumbass question to Eric Bischoff when we did the, that? Speaking of GM roles, like, 
when I asked him if he really had any power as GM. Oh, yeah. He's like, no, none at all. I'm like, oh, that's kind of what I figured. None. But I, the, the rumor and in innuendo is that um, Kurt was taken off TV so that he can train for an in-ring return. I can see that. I don't... He might be too old for a full-time gig, but I could see it part-time as far as like special attractions, kind of how they're doing with Brock, and maybe a house show here and there or something, but that'd be it. Well, he he actually posted a thing on his Instagram of a throwback to the Team Angle days and said he wishes this that would come back. Nice. Like, how cool would that be? Because, for one, that'd probably be the only time in the history of the business that Charlie Haas was being cheered. Yeah, he's... They had to. What the hell is he doing now? Is he still wrestling? He is retired, as far as I they know. They had to bring him back. I don't know if he'd even want to do it. Well, uh, from from what I can recall from memory, is that he showed up to a show drunk. I think I heard. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, and like wrestled, and it was really bad. And like afterwards, he came out and basically he went, "Screw this, I'm retiring," and left. Wow. Okay. I mean, I think he may be still married to Jackie Gata, but I don't know yeah, exactly. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard about that any, anything about that in a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, a return to uh, Team Angle return would be sweet. Hell, if they're bringing Haas back, might as well bring in, might as well keep Shelton in there and bring in world to have the world's greatest tag team. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, that, that actually, now that we think about Fantasy Book, that would be a great way for Kurt to have a... A, a full-time return, in-ring return, and not be overexposed or have to to work as much as, say, like a, a, a as Haas and Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin yeah. would. Because you can protect you can protect him with being in a tag match and all that stuff. What they could do, honestly, is I don't know if they'll do it. Is take him up with uh, Jason Jordan. <sighs> Which, well, no, Chad Gable's gone. Um, actually, not actually now that I think about it, they could pair Angle with uh, Jordan and Gable and make a new team Angle. That'd be cool. Like, because yeah. here's the deal on on Jason Jordan. By himself, he's nothing special at all. No, none at all. That's that's not a knock on him. That's not a knock on creative. It's just that. There, there's really nothing there in term for for him in terms of charisma or anything like that. But yeah. when he gets with American Alpha or with Chad Gable and forms American Alpha, there's something there for him. I think he's destined to be a tag team wrestler. His problem was they they shoehorned him into being Angle's kid, and that kind of everybody was kind of pissed off about that it was actually him. And then that didn't him and not Gable. Yeah, that didn't uh, didn't help matters, but. I still think everybody, his booking after that didn't help either. Oh fuck yeah! Like he, it, it, who was it? I can't remember. Somebody said it best. They 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 chant "You suck at Kurt" as and, a, endearment. Endearment. They chant "You suck" because they hate you. <laughs> right? Yeah. I I did hear I did hear that. I can't remember where I heard that too, but I did hear that. It was what, what was it, Roman, that said that? 
And if it is, I'll be. I, I'll give him props. It on may that have one. been. Um, I feel like it was somebody on Twitter. I feel like it may have been. It may have been. I think it was on an episode of Raw, so that's why I'm thinking. It might <gasps> no, have been no, you're right. It was. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah. Because he was. I think he was fighting Jordan at the time, or had a match with him, or something. Yeah, you're right. And then, yeah, yeah. Spe- not even speaking of that, but apparently Maria Kanellis is ready for a return to the ring. So here is the hoping that. Mike Bennett. What the hell has Mike Bennett even been doing? Is he doing like dark matches and shit, or what the hell? Dark matches, basically jobbing out because they he he has a babyface story God. that they don't want to, and then they set him they down with that stupid. Some, gimmick. They gave him that. They gave they gave them to such a stupid ass gimmick. I hope they repack when she comes back. I hope they are repackaged because they're they they both deserve way 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 better than that. Oh yeah, because didn't the Bella Twins like? Block Maria Canellas from coming back the first time. Yes, uh, I think that was like before she went to like ROH and all that shit. No, I think it was after that. It was just they didn't want it, like some reason they didn't like her or didn't want her back. Some stupid thing. Something reason. something may have happened between, but I no, I honestly don't know for sure. Other than the fact that Maria Canellas is way better looking than both Nikki and Brie. Well, not only that, she well the, uh, the only thing with Maria is actually the first time they. They gave her a shitty gimmick, too, of her being ditzy. ditzy redhead. God, that was, yeah. that was so stupid. That was a disservice. I, I'm hoping that they bring back... They they repackage... I don't know why they they let him have... Make him have Maria's last, maternal last name. Yeah, I don't get it. Why can't they both be... Why can't she be Maria Canellis and he be Mike Bennett? Because that's... He, everybody knows him as Mike Bennett. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I'm hoping that he he has if when he comes back if they repackage him that we see the Mike Bennett kind of more of like what you saw on ROH because they could do the same thing with Kevin well, shit Kevin Owens kind of has the same thing where he he's he kept the same gimmick through ROH and all that shit so I mean they could they could do that I just don't know why they would uh, why they wouldn't you know because Kevin Owens gimmick in ROH really isn't too much different than or. Kevin Dude, they Kevin, they could have Kevin easily yeah. if they hadn't fired Jimmy Jacobs, recreated scum, which would have been great. What was that again? Remind me. It was uh, Kevin Owens, Jimmy Jacobs, Steve Carino. No, that there it was like it it grew into like uh, Cliff Compton and oh, I forget. There was a few other Marty people. Scroll, was it? No, uh, which by the way, I love Marty Squirrel. Squirrel, sorry, I mispronounced it the first time, but no, like they were. Um, it was kind of like a, a a a more edgier version of the NWO, where like they were out to completely destroy a Ring of Honor. Nice, yeah. Which would be it would be cool to see that, but I think that's uh, how I want to put it. it. Scum is not PG enough. No, especially with how mainstream Honor which has gotten. I mean, they're not super mainstream, but they have a TV deal and all that kind of stuff. So it wouldn't be that wouldn't be the best thing to do. Sorry, my 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 instant message from Facebook just went off. <laughs> friend of a uh, friend of mine is uh is in the hospital. Her they're they're wanting to induce her labor um in like three weeks, but he's wanting to come early if they stop contractions. And I said, just wait until the bill comes for this. All I have for you. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> That's funny. With, oh god, I don't. Know. It's <laughs> but uh, I I want to put it like 
Which, by the way, you got that picture, didn't it? I sent you that picture. Which one? Of um, my raw cup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's funny. So, so, when I went to Raw when I was in Cincinnati with my daughter, I got a souvenir cup. And front and fucking center is Roman goddamn Reigns. So, oh, shit. how do I deal with that? Is I took a fucking marker and <laughs> X'd that some bitch's face out. That's great. Which I, I, I think I got a couple of likes on that on my Instagram. <laughs> and then I got some fucking jackass that, uh,. I think after after SummerSlam, it's like, oh, Roman Reigns is here to stay. And then a friend of mine that I used to work with, she's like, oh, he's the best. I'm like, y'all, fuck, stupid. He is not the best. Drink it the Kool-Aid. Drink, you're drinking Vince McMahon's dirty white Kool-Aid. It's just, I don't... Right? <laughs> Why the hell has he got to be on every freaking piece of merchandise they own? Dude, he, they sell his merchandise at fucking SmackDown when he's not even there. Oh, I've seen the new, um, who's the new, I saw a thumbnail for a YouTube video, but I didn't see it, it might be one culture, who's the new, uh, top merch seller? It's not John Cena anymore, but I don't know who it is. I think um, it, might, it might be Reigns. Oh my god. Did you, did you see it, or you? Yeah, um, was it either that or the New Day? One of the I can two. see that. I think it actually might have been the New Day. That pancake power shit's fucking hilarious. I, they're, you know they're coming out with fucking pancake mix. They have to. It's going to be fucking like twelve dollars a month. Because <laughs> you're going to get a fucking free T-shirt at FYE. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it's a fifteen dollar bottle a box of pancake mix, but you get a free T-shirt. And the pancakes are probably taste like shit. Right. It's store brand uh, generic ass pancake mix. <laughs> it's all fucking sugary cereal shit. But but yeah, speaking of the new day, how? They're the, the now five time, five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Yeah, well, Honestly, the, the, them bringing out King Booker was absolutely hilarious. That was that was I was pleasantly now, surprised that they brought out King Booker. So was I. Not that he, uh, not he wasn't even Booker T. He was King Booker, which is kind of funny. The ruler of the SmackDown Kingdom. He gives freaking Kofi and uh and what's it? Kofi and Xavier like royal names because I dubbed the Sir. Biggie. Biggie gets all pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get his shtick in, which is funny. Yeah, that was totally... Now that you, I, you brought it up to me, that was totally a heel move on the third part to bring out the mini Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I texted you. I was like, that was the biggest... That was the heel, most no, heel move they've done in recent memory. <laughs> oh, no bullshit. No shit. Consider they haven't seen a Stanley Cup since, what, like, 78 or some shit? Because Elias brought that up in his promo on Raw, too, right? And then, yeah, and, so and then he Corey, got fucking booed. Corey Graves got kept harping on it, too. He goes, they haven't seen a Stanley Cup since 1978. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so terrible. Oh, God. Like, That's hilarious. The same part is like, I almost texted you and said, what the fucking point is this? Like, I have no idea what the point of that whole oh, suffering was. Oh, I fucking went. popped huge for the Stanley Cup thing. <laughs> <laughs> because they haven't... Did they, did they ever get out of the first round of the playoffs? Because they've had, they had a real bad time. For, they, they would like they would do, do like the Bengals would do. They'd be really good in the regular season. And once the playoffs started, they played absolute shit. Um, I think they made it into the play- Don't quote me on this, because the only team in the NHL I actually... Well, okay, there's a couple teams that I follow, but 
the team that I mostly follow is the Stars, and I honestly couldn't tell you a damn thing about Toronto. My, my my gut feeling is I think they made it into the playoffs, or they were just out of the playoffs, which was okay. a substantial improvement for them. Because I know they'd get like a decent like two, three, four, five, see whatever, like a decent seed, and then they would basically lose, get upset in like the first round. Like probably, I think it was five or six, seven years in a row or some shit, where I got to be really, really bad. Yeah, because they were terrible. Because they went and they got um, Mike Babcock, the Detroit, the Detroit Ryan, Detroit Red Wings former coach. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. Um, but but speaking of SmackDown too, like I know you had said that um, Joe and Styles was going to be in Hell Cell, but almost positive is I'm not a hundred percent. But I'm it, the feud one. The feud deserves it too. I don't see why they wouldn't put the WWE title in Hell Cell. Right. Then, well, because Vince is fucking Vince, and yeah. but because they they now they they announced that Styles and Joe are going to face off at Super Showdown again. Doing that again? Yeah. So That's- either Joe wins at Hell in a Cell and Styles gets his rematch at Super Showdown, or um. Where Styles wins, and then Joe takes it at the Super Showdown. Hold on, here's what they could do, is do a regular match at Hell in a Cell, and then do some type of stipulation at um, Super Showdown, like Hell in a Cell, or... Um, well, I think it's it almost has to get a stipulation Iron for Hell Man, in a Cell. or something to wear, of, like, something to wear, it's like not just another church match, considering we, we would just seen it a month earlier. Right. Not I- even a month earlier, like... Three weeks earlier. I think given the events of SummerSlam, I can almost guarantee that Styles and Joe at Hell in a Cell is going to get some type of stipulation. It has to. It it deserves Hell in a Cell. One of the few matches on the card deserves Hell in a Cell. Like I said, the only thing missing from the Joe-Styles feud is the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Yes. And it's exciting. (laughs) Yes. Is Daniel still wrestling or is he retired? Yes, he's still tagging with Frankie Kazarian, and then they brought in Scorpio Sky oh into a group God. called SoCal something. So they're still in, are still in ROH? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. He. Which, speaking of just total random, but um, there was a video that What Culture put out where they talk about Wrestlers you didn't know wrestling in the WWE in 1998. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen the yeah, thumbnail for that. Chris is Chris on there. Yeah, he's, he's in the thumbnail. Yeah, that's it pretty. That like, is actually pretty cool. It was on like Velocity or um, I think it was on Jax actually. Was it? Okay. Yeah, Jax like or whatever yeah. that lame ass TV show they had on. Then I saw one where um, John Cena wrestled uh, Brian Danielson in a dar- uh, Velocity, uh, wasn't it? A uh, Squash match. Yeah, I think it was Velocity. Yeah, those random old shows that it's they... It's just kind of funny how you think about that and think about 10, 15 years later and what actually, what's what, what's happening now. It's kind of Joe wrestled at a, um, had a jobber part two at one point. Styles was there too. Yeah, I think Styles was more, Styles was more of a, um, oh, what is it? It's a... Oh my god! A um, a tryout match. Just see, there was one where uh, Jeff Hardy was on there and he beat the. Uh, who the fuck did he beat? Um, it was a heel. I can't think of who it was. I don't. I know his, his first like, match in the WWE. Like it wasn't like Test or who the fuck was it? Was it Rick Rude? Who the fuck was? It? I'm trying to think. Of who it was. Are you thinking of him wrestling um, Razor Ramon? Yes. 
Yeah, it was his first match. I think he was 16 when he was uh, in yeah. that match. Yeah, 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 <laughs> they basically lied and said that he was right? 18. That's in their uh, in one of their DVDs that they came out, it was either the first one or their second one. Jim Ross was like, "Yeah, had we known he was 16, he would have been wouldn't even been in the ring." <laughs> yeah, right. Because they're not the lawsuit times 12. Like it's ridiculous. Well, if if would Jeff would have got hurt, they pretty much the WWE had their ass discovered because he lied about his age. Well, yeah, but still, you can't, you still can't, you can't do that. You know what I mean? As far as that goes, but is he know. just won a fucking championship? Did the you see I that? Heard, I heard about that. I didn't see it. What happened? She where, took a damn where, choke slam as an eleven-year-old. From who? From another girl or from like a dude? A dude at an independent know, wrestling I, show. I, I, I need to see it. I need to see a YouTube clip of that after, the, after we get off here. I need to look at that. Cause I oh, heard yeah. About that. Yeah, because um, Lancine Gerardo uh, put out a tweet and said, in no way, shape, or form does he um, support um, an 11 year old boy or girl being in a ring taking real bumps. Yeah, no shit. That's fucking. That, that, that can do some legit damage. That's uh, right. That's stupid. I mean, I'm sure she. I'm sure she had the Bailey gimmick down, but where, where, where was this at? Was this like Florida or something? Where, where is she from? She's from Florida. As far as I think, she's from Florida. Because we've seen her. We've seen her like one or two shows. I mean, didn't we see her at, like a pay per view, and then we saw her like in Columbus or something for a while. I, don't know. I, I, don't, know. I could have swore I saw her not a Champions when we went, when we went in Indy, and then. I, I th- I feel like I saw her when we saw we saw her in Columbus one time for a row or something. But it could be it might have been honestly, um, but I can't. I for the life of me can't remember. But I th- I, I always thought she was on Florida because she was at all the, she's she was at all those she's at every shows. taping. I mean, she's not in her no- normal spot anymore. But well, yeah, but uh, she was uh, she was at NXT. Those NXT shows and Billy was in NXT forever. Yeah, like the thing that I notice now, like watching old NXT, like. Not USA Network kind of dumbass NXT. There's a um, if you looked at the tapings, even like the takeovers, they're basically the same people would be in the same seats almost every. Yeah. Well, obviously they tape multiple shows on, on on the same day, but like takeovers when they were at full sale, basically the same people in the same seats. Well, yeah, because it's the same thing with TNA because you knew you knew the same pe- people in the front couple rows knew. When to line up, where to line up, what time to line up, all that. They knew exactly what they needed to do to get in those spots. Did we just call Impact Wrestling a cult? Possibly. <laughs> but it's just, it's just one of those things where that makes sense because if you think about it, because they probably do this, the tapings at the same time every every like month or whatever, same week yeah. or whatever, but so that people can plan kind of that kind of stuff and they know where to go and all that shit. Because so. they're, they're obviously sense. not at um, Universal anymore, right? As far no, as Impact is in Canada. They're in like... Because uh, I know they, I they, did, they did tapings in Canada and there was like some big controversy because they were using people from up there and not some of their own people. I want to think it's in Montreal. Um... But they, they're like a sound, like a bigger sound studio in Montreal or some shit. I don't yeah, it's something weird. I think yeah, I think they like do. Like a theater or something. It's, uh, no, it's, I think they, it's they travel, but they, they tape now at different places um, that they're, they're, whatchamacallit, they're, um, that they're shooting at. Like, they, they do a show, like, let's take for example, say they, they're coming here to NKU and they're going to do 
they're like, well, we're going to come here, we're going to tape like three or four weeks worth of TV, and then they, they leave and go, they have three or four weeks off, and then they go to the next place. Oh, I, I think that, okay. that might be how okay. they, their business model is working now. I thought they had one, one, like one location, kind of like how Impact was in the Impact Zone, but um, I don't know. I, I know it's up in Canada, I'm not exactly sure where, but I know it is in Canada. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look that up when, when we get there of where where they do all their taping stuff. But again, at the same time, dude, I don't pay attention to Impact Wrestling. Yeah, they're 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 not even like you know, on the radar anymore. It's kind of it's kind of sad, actually. They yeah, like what ROH and well, ROH and New Japan, but they're doing a co-branded show where they just sold out Madison Square Garden. Impact Wrestling probably couldn't even fill up half of Madison Square Garden if they were to run. Try a try a third. Yeah, they're they're not even not even close. Oh yeah, they aren't. And then again, I do is Ring of Honor big enough to have sold out Madison Square Garden by itself, or did they need New Japan? They need they needed New Japan. They they probably could have sold half of it, um, but they needed New Japan. They needed that other half of that card. Because, I mean, yeah, right. there's names in Ring of Honor, but not enough to, to fill up. I, I think they it? brought New Japan in, too, because it... 20,000 seat? I don't even know how big Madison Square yeah. even is anymore. Because you almost operate... Correct me if I'm wrong, but you almost operate on a loss at Madison Square Garden because of how oh, expensive fuck, it is. Yeah, dude, that, that rent, I don't know, I'm not offhand on what it is, but that's got to be insane. It's in the middle of New York City, the biggest city in the United States. In the most expensive city in the United States, and it, it, uh, it's it's got to be insane, right? Something because I don't obviously don't know how the working relationship between ROH and New Japan is, but I'm going to take a wild guess and say that New Japan is probably paying the salaries of the guys from New Japan. I guarantee you, New Japan probably picked up that tab seventy thirty. Mm-hmm. I, I I would honestly I'd be. I'm kind of curious to see how every, how their everything like worked out. Like, I pay for what? Because I know New Japan's wanting a foothold in the U.S. with all their U.S. shows they've done recently. Yeah, um, well, um, they I know that they got a footprint in here now. They're I think they're just kind of somebody said they're not really looking to to kind of take over the United States because they're they're still no, and there's no need. There's no they would I don't they would they never would. I don't think I don't. I don't think they would ever become a second second company to WWE, but well, I honest, honestly, nice if, if we're ranking organizations, this is the way it works. This is my ranking. Obviously, WWE is number one. New Japan is number two. Yeah. Ring of Honor is number three. Impact Wrestling number four. Yeah, that's right. I mean, for right now, that's 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 right. That's that's accurate. But I mean, what the hell do I know? <laughs> it's just I don't. I feel like a lot of the um, a lot of the issue with uh, mainstream U.S. audience um, getting into New Japan is a time difference. Uh, yeah, and and they're 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 so used to WWE. Like New this, Japan's kind of an acquired taste. It's a it's a different style. It's for sure. Yeah, and it, it like juxtapose an episode of New Japan with an episode of of Raw. And you look at it... Very different. Yeah. New Japan is more action-paced. It's not really storyline-driven where you have Raw over here, which is very storyline-driven, and kind of the action in the ring is almost secondary to Literally, to literally New Japan is mainly just matches. Yeah. You but, might get an interview here and there, but it's literally just matches. That's all it is. Which, speaking of, apparently the, the rumor going around is that 
the WWE is interested in bringing Juice Robinson back. CJ Parker. That would be nice. Oh, no kidding. He is over as all get out in New Japan. It's not even funny. Oh, no kidding. He, as far as I know, he's the United's... What is it? Is it the, the United States or... Is he the U.S. champion? Yeah, he is. I think they're... Because the, who got it first? Was it Omega? Omega got it first. He dropped it to who? Juice? To, no, he, Omega dropped it to Jay White. Okay. And then Jay White dropped it to Juice Robinson. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um... But but did you did you also hear this too? Apparently, the contracts for Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, and the Young Bucks are all up before that Madison Square Garden show. Because all in, I think all in is this weekend, correct? Uh, all in I think is Monday. Oh, it's Sunday Monday? or Monday. Yeah, oh, shit, it's, so it is Monday yeah. weekend. Okay. Because um, I know they're all going to be there. Um, I, I know I heard Cody Rhodes say, I don't know if it was on Twitter or if it was on an interview, but he said him, the Young Bucks, and I think Omega together, they're doing something like in the future as far as when their contracts are up, but they're all doing it all together. So I don't know if they're going back to New Japan, ROH. I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do. I know um, WWE wants Omega, but people... He, he, he was actually people, just ranked number one uh, if I... Right into it, right? He was just ranked number one on PWI's uh, top 500. But his people, like, or not his people, his people within the wrestling industry, like, friends and all that shit that have gone to WWE, like Jericho and all that shit, basically told him, don't go there. You're, you're not going to get used right. He didn't get used right the first time he was there. <laughs> no. They actually, there's a clip of him that they put up on um on the network. Is it really? Yeah, there's a clip. It, I think it's in their um, their hidden gem section or collection. Okay. Yeah, they have one of him. Which, if I was Kenny Omega, the WWE, unless I have something over here, like let's take um, Carl Anderson for example. He obviously lives in Cincinnati, and m- the money he made in New Japan and ROH. Was probably more than what the WWE is probably currently paying him right now. That's just my that's just my feeling. I, I could see it be either on par or because I, I don't see him taking less money. But then again, he never who knows. Well, he everybody brings up the fact that like they call him like jobbers and he goes yeah, but I get to see my family. I think it's like three or four days a week. Mm-hmm. And I can see that. Like when he was with New Japan, it, he got to see him whenever he had off time during during the tours, and then he was having to fly from Japan. Yeah, that'd be a time difference. Yeah. Know? So he said that it, this is this is a lot better for him. Yeah. Um, with obviously with having a new family. And I, you know, with Kenny let's Kenny Omega, I don't know his his situation of what's going on in his life, but if you're just going based off money, he could probably make more money on the independence than probably Vince is willing to pay him. Well, not only that, work his own schedule too, work whenever he wants instead of working 300 and whatever the fuck days a year. Well, you saw that AJ Styles said that Vince McMahon saw him basically as a mid card to upper mid card guy and nothing else. Vince saw who? I'm sorry. Uh, AJ Styles. That's what he was yeah. told. He was basically going to be a mid to upper card mega guy. Didn't, that, that's that's a disservice to Styles. But I think the only reason Styles went there is because a it's the WWE and he's probably always wanted to go there. And two, I feel like it was a money grab. Plus, I think he knew 
TNA was kind of going. Well, shit. TNA never re- attempted to resign because he said they weren't going to pay him the money that he was worth. So that's why he ended up going to. Was he the Was he the first one to jump, or was Joe? Who, who did they jump together? Him and Joe. Um, I think Joe. Because <sighs> both, uh, both had really, I both think, had I really th- neither been in WWE before that. I'm just curious. I think Joe. I think Styles left first, and then Joe left. But don't quote me on that, because okay. funny enough, um, Jim Cornette. They were asking who is resp- who should is responsible for for Ring of Honor and New Japan selling out Madison Square Garden. He goes, you can you can put a ha- heap all the praise on Dixie Carter because she was such a terrible businessman. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. all her questionable decisions that she made. Honestly, in their peak run, TNA had a very very good legitimate shot at being the number two. Well, I think TNA was always number two. Um, once they, I mean, obviously when they came out, because there was really nobody else. But um, the, it, I think we've talked about it before. But the amount of talent that was in TNA at one oh, point, like you, you, you have to, it boggles your mind. You had Samoa Joe, you had AJ Styles. Those two it's just li- alone. It's, it's literally half of WWE's main event roster, right? Like how terrible right. is that? It's, I mean, it's, it's, Booker it's, it's T was there. Ridiculous. Hogan, Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Matt yeah. Hardy. Like it, you name it. They were at some point there. Mick Foley was there. Like yeah, they, uh, they, TJP they, was there. It's so so many names that it just it was crazy. It was almost like Vince Russo was booking that shit, right? <laughs> Yeah, like don't even get me started on Vince Russo. I'm sorry, but that that was kind of low. But yeah, um, but I, Omega coming. Like if, if he's gonna come, it, it's gonna it'll be because he wants a new challenge. Like New Japan would almost have to become boring for him. I don't think that's the only thing is I just don't want to see him go to NXT then get brought up then be the whole Bobby Roode treatment to where you kind of get Well Bobby Roode is kind of uh, he he's laying the groundwork trying to make it out like there's bigger things on the horizon because Triple H had came, not seen it. Well he said that Triple H had originally come to him and asked him about being a um a coach at the performance center. Okay. And he pretty much said, you know, I'd be honored to, but since TNA works such a light schedule, he says, my body feels fine. I feel like I can work a lot more, and I'd be, it'd be, he goes, right now, I would not want to. He's like, I wouldn't want to be in the ring. And so they signed him to the to a, a wrestler's contract. And okay. um, more than likely, probably down the line, he's going to end up becoming a coach at the Performance Center. But I think... With with the landscape as it lays right now, with him, it's just not the right time. Is I don't that, want to say that, like. Is that kind of why they're kind of not really pushing him to main event status? Just because they're really not sure what well he wants to do or what? What I would do with him is I would turn him heel, get the glorious gimmick off of him, which I I love the glorious gimmick. You need to change the music, change basically change the gimmick, change everything. Well, if you're gonna stick with the glorious gimmick that he has, you gotta change, you gotta change the music then. Yeah, because if you go back and watch his his, um, his world title run in TNA when he was the It Factor professional, oh that, was God, that was great. Stuff. Great, yeah, yeah, 
Like, I don't understand how they didn't get more ratings off of that. It's probably just because TNA was so tarnished at the time. But I think for him, he, he has to become a heel in order to, to succeed. I really want James Storm back in there. Beer money again. That'd be amazing. Beer money. And that'd be amazing. They honestly they would never do it though because of because of the PG shit. But that that would be awesome if they get, brought them back just for a match. I don't know. They did let r truth smoke when he was doing his Hulk heel thing. They did <laughs> the ring. Yeah, like they let him actually like smoke a cigarette. That was kind of funny. <gasps> was that one? Was that was that in England? Do I feel like I remember that for some reason? I, I feel like know. I feel like I remember that. I don't. I don't know how you say that. Yeah, but yeah, they it's. I think the beer money thing would be fine. Hell yeah, let's see. They, they still let Stone Cold drink they beer. They let Cena drink a beer at Mania last year, the year before. I right? So they, obviously, they're just, I mean, it's just a name. Yeah. So it's not like True. they're, it's not like they're Sandman coming to the, the ring drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, like, I, for me, I, I want Bobby Roode to be here. Like I said, I've liked Bobby Roode since his, his Team Canada days. He's a better hero. Yeah, he's a much better heel than he is a face. But I honestly I don't know. I mean, Omega if he comes here, like I said, it's because New Japan has gotten boring cuz if yeah. you if you listen to Taz when you if you've watched the the Rise and Fall of ECW TV, right? Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Um Taz was talking about when he decided to make the jump from ECW to WWE, he said he was made of any pay-per-views and all this stuff he was selling out arenas. He said, but the fire and the passion was gone. There was no challenge anymore. Yeah. So he wanted to go somewhere where he was, he had a challenge. And I feel like if, if Omega jumped ship to WWE, that's because he wants a new challenge. Yeah, I could see that. Cause I mean, he's done, he's done everything in new Japan. But I, I think it, it had to have been Jim Cornette basically said that the the Young Bucks don't need to come to WWE because they've built such a brand for themselves. Oh, they could, yeah, they're, 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 him, oh, you could, you could, you could throw Omega in there too. They, they've made right. so much money on merch sales. It's not even but funny. Vince, I don't think, would know what to do with the Young Bucks. I think he wouldn't, they obviously would not get used right. They would be like the Revival and all that shit where they're kind of just there. Well, yeah. well, the Revival's getting their push now, which I'm really, really excited about. What they should do is make it reverse as far as the B team goes and have put the title on the Revival and then have the B team chase. Right. Instead of what's what's happening now. I still love the B team's theme yeah, music. Yeah, that's fucking great. <laughs> but yeah, like is, I think with with the young bucks, like they been, I they were talking. There's an episode of Jim Cornette, the Jim Cornette Experience, where they do a deep dive into Ohio Valley wrestling, and he said there were there was a time when, like Batista, when they took him up and he. They stripped him of his Leviathan gimmick and gave him the Deacon Batista uh, gimmick. He said they he came back down as the Leviathan and got a huge ovation, really, uh, from that crowd. But he said there there came a time and a point where he would have fans come to him and say they didn't want their favorite wrestlers called up because they go up there and. They wouldn't be used correctly, or they would ruin them. Like take Eugene, for example. Yeah. Nick Dinsmore. 
he's a hell of a hand in the ring. He, he was probably the best worker they had in Ohio Valley Wrestling. He gets caught up and gets put with a kid with special needs gimmick. Yeah, that was... Wow. Yeah. And then you bring up the Spirit Squad, who obviously was not the Spirit Squad in Ohio Valley Wrestling. No, clearly. And it's the same thing now with NXT. Like, I don't want some of my people... I don't want Johnny Gargano or Tommaso Ciampa to be caught up. No. Dude, because they won't... Vince, Vince and their creative team won't they're, know what to do with them. They're going to get mid-card treatment. Like look, like, look at Nakamura. I mean, stuck in the mid-card. Well, I think they put the, the U.S. title on him to kind of help bring the title back up. But supposedly, I I didn't watch the video, but apparently he's not going to be wrestling on SmackDown anymore. With the title? Yes, I, I, I don't know. It's something fucking weird. Storyline was? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think he was even on. Was he even on SmackDown Tuesday? I mean, don't, don't remember even seeing him. Nope, he was not. It's so stupid. I don't, yeah. I don't understand that. I don't understand that shit either. It's, but it, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Somebody said Nakamura maybe at New Japan bound when his contract comes up, but I, 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 I kind of I, I, doubt it. I, I could see that, but then again, you never know. Right. Because he, he he's got to know he's getting he's not getting used right. Yeah, I, again, I think he does. But then again, he may see the money and be like, fuck it, I'm staying. And I think, too, he, he may also view it as more of a challenge to get over here. Yeah, that's and true. And there, there may be bigger plans in place for him than the U.S. title. Because remember when he first got brought up, like... They were like, oh, shit, he's going to... Basically, immediately, you were like, oh, shit, he might get the world title. Like, so they were like, today, you know? Yeah, and they, they, had, they were basically saying, like, they didn't call anybody... They didn't, like really draft anybody big over to SmackDown because they're like, with John Cena not being on SmackDown, they're like, well, Nakamura is kind of, they put him on last because they want to keep butts in the seats for no, no, after two no, no, five Live. No, 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 hell, when the money in the bank we went to two years ago, he was one of the favorites to win the damn match. Oh, yeah, everybody loves you Nakamura. Know, you know, it's like, he was one of the favorites to actually take the briefcase, and that I mean, it didn't happen, but still, it's like, you think then and now, and it's like he's... Got the U.S. title, but he's not really doing anything with it. Do you prefer his old, his first theme music or the stuff they have him with now? I like his first one. Yes, I'm not. Like that one. I like that one. I'm too. not a fan of the second one, honestly. I like it, but I like the original better, which is why it's also the the, the ending theme song to this podcast. <laughs> I get why they needed to change it because he's a heel, but uh, ooh, excuse <laughs> me, I don't like it. I I, I like it just because I'm I'm a. Um, uh, a rock, heavy metal, mm. metal fan. Um, it's kind of weird because like I'm, I haven't really sat down and listened to it, but it's basically the same thing. It's just with lyrics and rock music. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. Like so, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, I can't think of the name word right now. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, but um, <sighs> pred- prediction for Joe versus Styles and Hell in a Cell. Who get who goes over? Uh, Styles. I'm going to have to go with Styles as well. Well, no, I take that back. It's based on the fact that they're going to be in Australia for the Super Show. I'd say it's going to go 50 50. Whoever doesn't win at Hell in a Cell is going to win at Super Show. Right. I'm I'm totally going with um with, with Joe on this one, even though I'm a Styles mark, but yeah. I, I feel like Joe wins this one. Because um, it's, it's either that or they do some type of stipulation to where they get rematch there. Dude, now they get a screw finish or something. Hell in a cell, where they did do a rematch. They'll they'll figure another way to get another match out of it. Right. Who who do you see is going um, 
facing the New Day at, at Hell in a Cell for the titles. Because obviously, I know the the it's the bar against somebody else. Rusev Day and Rusev Day, uh, Sanity no, no, and uh, the Usos. I'd say the Usos won it. I think it's going to be. Oh, fuck, that's two heel teams. And, uh, no, the Usos uh, aren't heels. They are. They're still. Faces. They're still. They're still faces. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um. I think. I'd. Th- I'd say that. Nah, I'd be doing Usos and New Day for the millionth time. Um. Uh, Going with the bar. Yeah, because you don't really want to do face versus face because. Receptive's face. Right. So, I mean, the, their faces, the but they're booked it. like heels, though, which is really funny. Yeah. But I, I think New Day's going to win regardless. I hope not. I want the I want the bar to win the titles. But then again, I also want uh, uh, Cesaro to be pushed like the main event talent that he is. But that's just me. Uh, di- speaking of this, I because you know me, I'm a Carmella fan. I've been a Carmella fan for a while. Did you watch her match against Charlotte? Yes, I did. It was actually it was actually pretty good. Did do you think that the match with Summer this the triple threat at SummerSlam plus this match? Do you think that was kind of her way of saying, "Look, I can actually wrestle." Yeah, I mean, that they gave both matches they've got good time with. Uh, the SmackDown match had too, a little too much storytelling with it, um, with the whole her screaming and getting upset and all. That yeah, shit. and but I mean, putting that aside, it was. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I like Carmella. Uh, you, everybody kind of knew Becky Lynch was going to show up at some point, which again, I feel like if it wasn't for Becky Lynch, I think Carmella would have kept the title. Well, no, because Becky Lynch um, uh, got involved after the match was over. No, no, no. What I'm saying, okay, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, whole, I, the whole Charlotte Becky thing. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Becky Lynch wasn't didn't turn heel, I feel like. Carmella would have kept the title. They're, they're going to book Becky Lynch as a heel, but she's going to be cheer because everybody loves Becky yeah. Lynch. Yeah. And Charlotte's going to get booed. Yeah. Because it was funny. At SummerSlam, she sat there and Becky whipped the shit out of Charlotte after that match. And everybody's oh, yeah. like, you deserve it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that was great. great. I love that. But they... Obviously, it's going to be Charlotte versus Becky. At either Hell in a Cell. No, it is at Hell in a Cell. It's. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, is it at Hell in a Cell? I'm, See, I'm yeah. getting confused on what's at Hell in a Cell and what's at Evolution. Ev- uh, Evolution's the all women's. No, 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 no. I mean, as far as the women's, women's stuff goes. Oh, yeah. So because that, doesn't Bliss have a match at Hell in a Cell, too? Yeah, she's fighting. Yeah, uh, she she's reinvoking her Rousey. rematch class. That's right. Yeah. Jesus. Which will turn too, out the too exact much, same Too way. much crap and, like, Three weeks pan, you know what I mean? Right. Jesus. Uh, let's see here. What we're talking about again? Oh, yeah. yeah Becky Lynch and. Becky Lynch obviously takes the title back gonna, at some yeah, point. Yeah, she, it's, gonna, it's probably going to be at Hell in a Cell. Which, honestly, I wouldn't mind that being inside Hell in a Cell, but I feel like they're going to be honestly not just. Because if it's not Hell in a Cell, it's obviously going to be at Evolution. My personal feeling. Which they could do a step at Evolution, make it something crazy. Yeah. Like That'll I, probably be like, an Iron Man like match. Like either that or like an I Quit match or something stupid like that. Yeah. But, eh, who knows. Anyway. Um, now, obviously, we're all, we're both picking Rousey to beat um, Alexa. Oh, yeah. And the Revival is obviously going to beat the B team at some point. Is that it? Is that all the matches we got for Hell in a Cell? And then you have... Um, 
Roman Reigns against Braun Strowman. I think we, we both want Braun yeah. to win. One Braun to win, but Reigns is going to win. Because if Braun fails at his quote unquote cash in, at some point he's going to get the title. He's going to oh, be yeah. Roman. He, do, he doesn't need the briefcase. That or they're going to finally turn Roman Reigns fucking heel. Because. No, they, won't, they won't do it because of the merge. Oh, yeah. That's freaking. It's, it's the whole scene. Fuck it's, Roman it's, Reigns it's merge. Whole, it's, it's the whole scene of thing all over again. Yeah. They won't turn it because of the merge. Then, well, Cena also does a bunch of make a wish stuff, too. True. Which would yeah. na- if he turned, he would probably negatively impact that. But but that's true. But still, it's the whole fact that they don't want merch is a good portion of their sales. They want to. The, that's also the the Hulk Hogan thing too. Like Hogan didn't want to turn heel because of like all the stuff that he was doing, and then he probably made more money as a heel than he ever did as a face. Oh yeah. So I mean, it it. Not that it popped ratings too. Oh no shit. They uh. It, it, I, I like Eric Bischoff. He seems like a guy I could probably, if, if I drank, I could sit down and have a beer with and chat with. But when you listen to his podcast, his over-reliance on Hulk Hogan, and it, you can understand why WCW failed. Yeah, no, they, they put too, there too many eggs in one basket. Well, yeah, and then he... Hulk Hogan at the time, like I don't think Bischoff recognized the fact that Hulk Hogan was... Not the draw that he was anymore. I can see that. And he's like, "Well, we're just gonna keep." They just kept running. Like they they built no new stars there. I mean, on at least Vince Russo tried. Yeah, yeah. They all they it was all rehash of old WWE guys or just people who um, Holland, oh, not all, but uh, Hogan and Nash and all them liked. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, Scott Hall and all that shit. Yeah, it's it's one of those you're damned if you do and damned if you don't like. Yep. But at the same time, you know what? If Hogan's there, how do you really tell Hogan that he's being phased out? Considering of he was getting more than probably double in most of the roster. <laughs> Shit. Hell, Hall and Nash had a favorite nations clause in their contract that they had to waive to get Bret Hart on. Well, not only that, is you know, I I think. I knew Hogan and Nash, but I think Hall might have had it too. Where they get if this, somebody signs a new contract, they can't get any more than um, well, no, Hogan they, and Nash. But if they do, they get the Hogan, Hogan and Nash get a raise too. Yeah, the the it's the favorite nations clause. Basically, it says that nobody could be paid more than them. If they did, they got a raise up to what that uh, person was no, making. No, it was about actually above that. Well, no, it was the same amount, I believe, or some weird no, crap th- like that. I think it was like a dollar more or some shit to where they could say, like, it was like right at it or a little bit above. Yeah, something, because they waived it to get Bret Hart on, and then they completely misused Bret Hart. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was a travesty. Oh, well, if if you go by what Bischoff says, like, Bret Hart didn't really, he, he almost didn't want to be there, but. I can see that, but the Bret way, Hart was the like, way he was used, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. But oh well, you know that's either here or there. I'm sure we could probably go on and on about old WCW at some point. Exactly. <laughs> we might have to do that. We might have to do like a w- WCW themed. Uh, yeah, podcast. like just do like some, pull something up on the network and then just start uh, commentating on it. That'd be sweet. That would be pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> and I will say this podcast has not been brought to you by doc- <laughs> the Dr. Peppers. We've been drinking recording this. <laughs> Which, Dr. Pepper, if you want to sponsor us, please hit me up. Right. That's good shit. Uh, all right, let me put that down. 
Uh, but that is going to be the episode for this week. Um, we're going to try and probably get together before Hell in a Cell, which is about two weeks away. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, get a little bit since the the card itself is kind of um, in flux at the moment. Uh, once it gets a little bit more settled, we can do a, a proper prediction show for that. But I am going to be forever yours, T-Dog. And I'm Tim. And we will see you when we see you. <laughs>